Oh yeah, the take it. Easy. Eric, um, I want to start by telling a little story. So welcome to those of you that are joining the uh, the live episode of the Take It Easy Sports Show on Twitter and Facebook at Arizona Varsity. Um, so I went for a walk tonight before we got on to, you know, get a little extra cardio, you know, enjoy the weather. It's beautiful out right now. Um, I was sharing the sidewalk with someone walking the opposite direction. So, you know, being a gentleman, I decided to sidestep a little bit and go off to the left near the curb, right? It was dark. I wasn't paying attention. I definitely tripped off the curb. <laughs> it was not pretty. I'm I okay. Knew as soon as you were talking about, as soon as you said it was dark, I knew it was going to be yeah. something like that. So I am okay. But um, yeah, a little, little embarrassing because people were around. So on that note, welcome everybody to the Take It Easy Sports Show, part of the Arizona Varsity Podcast Network and presented by All.net. Um. Yeah, it's always fun whenever I start off with an embarrassing story of myself, uh, you know, about myself because did everyone Eric, see? Like, did they? No, li- literally, there was there was a lady on the phone behind me, and she's like, "Oh my, hang on one second. Oh my gosh, are you okay?" And I'm like, "At least she yeah. wasn't laughing at you." No, she kind of was, uh, but she, <laughs> but she did say, but she did say, um, or I I said, "Yeah, I'm good. I'm just really clumsy." And you know what's even what makes it even worse, Eric? Hmm. That was that was the second time I did that. Today? No, like in that same walk. How the did first that happen? one? Why were you why were you stumbling so much? Um, just lazy. I or not lazy. Uh, you know, clumsy. I guess I don't know. Yeah, fair enough. But the first the first time it almost was really bad because it turned out that it was um, it, it was like right by a drain, so the curb was extra like tall. So like the first time, like my right leg, because I had to dip down so much, my my right leg like bent a weird way. You know, it was almost very. It was it was a traumatizing experience. So um, that's how do you play that off? Because for me, like if I trip or something like that, I just laugh at myself. Some people get so, really embarrassed. <laughs> like, did you just kind of let it go? Like, say, hey, yeah, it so happened. The, the first. So, so the first one I played off as if like, I was like ready. I was like, you know, did one of those, like I tripped and I was like, oh yeah, one of those. <laughs> the second one I actually fell. So I couldn't actually like, I couldn't play that one off. Dang. You know, I mean, have I could have said seen, like, oh, have you ever seen Danny up, but... DeVito in the, uh, um, I think it's called twins where he's twins with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's an old movie. No, I have not. Um, but so that's one of the things is he he's teaching Arnold Schwarzenegger how to like yeah. walk cool. And part of it is like you walk like you're dancing, like there's some beat. So I just imagine you like <laughs> you trip a little bit and you're like, yeah, yeah. I'm walking yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was a you know, it was a heroic experience for me to overcome that type of adversity. Um, but I think I I think I, you know, managed to, you know, overcome it very well. Good. I'm um, glad. You know, and the thing is, is I'm kind of okay with embarrassing myself a little bit at the start of the show because at some point you're going to do the same. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So, um, you know, you, you had a low time and now you're right above it. Yeah. Yeah. Right above it. Just, you know, like if you were to listen to uh, the pre-recorded version of this coming out probably tomorrow or the next day, um, 
for those of you that listened before, we are, uh, you know, trying something new with different songs every intro and outro. So, um, yeah, I think uh, I think we're right above the, uh, you know, the mark with this with this one That's for right. sure. Um, but yeah, welcome back to another episode. Uh, of course, my name is Zach Alvaro. You can call me the clumsy one this episode. Uh, that is Eric Newman. He loves baby sharks. And um, yeah, we're uh, we're going to go over some of the 6A, 5A, 4A, 3A, 2A scores from this past week. Um, obviously, new rankings came out. Uh, Chili is going to join us for that. So that'll be in about probably 20 or so minutes. So uh, stick around and stay tuned for that. And then we got to talk Cardinals because they're doing something special this year, man. So I was actually in a, I was actually in attendance for Sports 360 uh, on Sunday. And I will be against Green Bay as well. So uh, we'll talk more about that. Um, yeah, Eric, let's uh, let's just get on with it. Uh, cool. Some of the Thursday games. Not a lot of close games last Thursday. No. Um, Desert Mountain beat Seton Catholic 56 to 6. That was a 5A versus 4A matchup. Uh, Notre Dame Prep beat Maricopa 49 to 0. Sal Point beat Micah Mountain 56 to 5. That's a unique score. Um, Sunrise Mountain beat Ironwood 20 or 50 to 25. So any of those kind of jump out at you as surprising, not so surprising, or is that kind of what you expected? Um, it's not surprising that Desert Mountain beat um, yeah. Seton Catholic 56 to yep. 6. I wouldn't even call that surprising, but Desert Mountain's a team that um, hasn't really gotten talked about a lot in 5A. Yeah. They're, they're quietly right now. They're quietly good. Yeah. Like they're, they're quietly, quietly good. They're, good. They're six and yeah. one, ranked number seven in 5A. Mm-hmm. You know, if a, if a team or two from 5A gets into the open, which we expect, uh, they'll move up a little bit more than that. And their only yeah. loss this season is to Chaparral, who's a solid 6A team. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, they're they're solid. And with the amount of good football in Scottsdale, this is a team that gets left behind a little bit in some of the mentions. Yeah. But, you know, they're solid. And last year they were solid, too. They just had a – they came up short in the playoffs. But I think this is a team that people need to be aware of. Absolutely. Uh, the first 6A score that I want to highlight is Brophy, another team that's kind of been quietly moving at a very good pace as of late. Uh, currently, well, after, sorry, so started off the year 49 to zero win over St. Mary's. They went on to lose to mountain point and then they lost to Basha. Since then they've beat Notre Dame prep. They've taken down Boulder Creek. They beat Chaparral. And just recently they shut out pinnacle. Brophy's five and two. This is a team right now that is basically three spots out of the open division with Centennial Liberty and Williamsfield left on their schedule. All tough, are the, but all winnable games. Are the Broncos a legitimate open contender, Eric? I think that if they were to win the next three games, they'd have a shot. They need help, though, right? That's what I'm thinking. Is yeah. It needs to need some be help. somebody like Queen Creek or Highland or mm-hmm. someone else that we're thinking is in that spot needs to, yeah. to lose a few more games than is expected. And maybe and, and, they sneak into yeah. that seven or eight spot. And you you bring up Highland, which is a very interesting team that we're going to talk a lot about when it comes to bringing Chile on, uh, because they dropped actually more than I even expected after a loss. So we'll get into them. Um, going back to some of the 6A scores, uh, speaking of Liberty, they played Chaparral 41-37. Looked like a great game out there. I think Chaparral was actually winning that game for a while. Um, yeah. I think to the point where I even thought Chaparral won the game. 
And then I realized that the score updated. Uh, Desert Vista had an amazing comeback against Higley. I think they were down 31 to seven in that game at one point or 31, 14, but either way, 38, 37, the Thunder pulled it off, stayed in the hunt for a playoff spot. Speaking of Highland, they needed that game. They needed that big time. Uh, speaking of Highland, uh, first loss of the season to a very good Basha team who I kind of challenged in a way. Uh, it's actually funny because, you know, uh, two weeks ago on Chili's postgame Friday show, I even said that Basha didn't really impress me. Basha impressed me this time. Um, of course. You know, <laughs> and and uh, a lot of the players and a lot of the coaching staff made sure to come up to me and tell me that, you know, they uh, they were thinking about me when they were playing that game. Uh, because I gave them a lot of bulletin board material. So it's good. You're that welcome. Someone's listening. That's true. You're welcome, Bears. Uh, Mountain View absolutely obliterated Mountain Point. I talked to a couple of Mountain Point players today, actually, and they said they have no idea what happened. 51 14 in favor of the Toros. That's a legitimate team. But Mountain Point, that's a good loss. Technically, they stay in playoff contention as well. Chandler, it did not look good for the Wolves early on against Queen Creek. Um, what was it? Seven to six at halftime. Queen Creek was actually winning most of the third quarter, if I'm not mistaken, or it was really, really close. But Chandler's Chandler, they pulled away 26 7. They've had in a favor few of those. those this year. Does that worry have... you at all? That, you know, if they are um... to go up against a Hamilton or a Basha or Saguaro, like if they have one yeah. of these slow starts, you know, they're I... no disrespect to Queen Creek, but, you know, one of those upper echelon teams, yeah. if they go up a couple scores or something like that might be able to hang on in a way that other teams haven't been able to. I think, I think if you're Chandler and you have bash, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, maybe Basha, but Hamilton mostly on the schedule, which they do, obviously, I think you need to be worried about the slow starts, but at the same time, your defense is so good that it can keep you in games no matter what. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you know, give or take on that one. Uh, Chandler's still Chandler. There's a reason why they're still number one in the rankings. And, in my eyes, they're still going to be the top dogs until they're knocked off. And that's just simple as that. Uh, Red Mountain beat down Skyline 48-0. to zero. Cesar Chavez still staying in the hunt for playoffs. That's a team that no one expected to be where they are right now. The champions took down Tucson 55-3. They are 5-2 and two with games against Basha, Desert Vista, and Mountain View left. If Cesar Chavez can win one maybe two of those obviously very very tough the easiest quote-unquote easiest one is desert vista but we could be talking about the the champions definitely in the playoffs after a year that they lost 30 kids i think that desert vista game against caesar chavez desert vista as caesar chavez on november 5th that might be an elimination game uh whoever loses that might be out of playoff contention i 110 percent agree uh just like the two people I think that's going to come down to the winner gets in the playoffs and I'm all for it. I mean, yeah. honestly, but, I think yeah. desert for Vista, me personally, desert Vista ranked 19 at the moment. Um, yep. with three games left. They've got mountain view, Cesar Chavez and mountain point left. I think they've got to go two of three to, to make but it. They're number 19. If you include the open teams, they're number 14. If you take them out. Yeah, I agree. I just think so, that, if yeah. they if they don't win two of the three, I think they might be out. Yeah, I think you're right, 100%. I think you're right. They have to win two out of three. Because they don't and throw they one. have to win four. the Cesar Chavez game. Are they four and three right now? They're three and four. Three and four? Yeah, they got to get to five. So, um, yeah, 
I, I agree with you 100%. Uh, moving on to some 5A scores. Central, whew, 70 to 6 over Alhambra. Man, uh, Coach Hovick over there. I don't know what he said to them pregame, but they were in playoff angry. contention now. Those those were some angry Bobcats over there. Uh, Cactus Shadows twenty one to seven over Barry Goldwater. Apollo continues to roll after that Horizon loss, fifty one to seven over North Canyon. Campo Verde. Here's a weird one for you, Eric. Twenty to two over Gilbert. You don't see safeties very often. No, not at all. And especially a safety being the only, the only yeah. score. I'm I'm pretty sure I saw that Gilbert's offense only had like I think less than hundred yards total. So Campo Verde's defense just turned it on. Campo Verde is an interesting team to me right now, now that yeah. we're talking about them. They're ranked number 14 with currently just Soaro from 5A sitting in the open, so they would be 13 mm-hmm. if that yeah. stays. But they're 3-4, and yeah. four, and they've got two of their next three games are really, really tough. Um, yeah. They've got at Soaro this coming week against Horizon, which is a team that's on the open bubble. Uh, currently not in, but right there. And then Maricopa, who should they should be favored against. But, mm. you know, two of the three are really, really tough games. I wonder if, you know, if they were to lose those two, would they be out of playoffs? Or does the strength would, of schedule help them? You know, honestly, I thought strength of schedule was going to help a lot of teams this week, and it didn't. So I really don't even know how much that even goes into the formula at this point. Um I thought that, you know, playing more games in another team helped you with the came when it came to the formula, but someone showed me on Twitter today that it doesn't. So I don't honestly, have any idea how it if, works. If I knew exactly how the formula works, I would probably like make it simple and then like sell it to people. Yeah. I'd probably 100%. I'd probably make I'd probably make a killing off of it too. Yeah. So but realistically everyone wants to know. They're three and four right now. If they lose two yeah. more against two teams that are open bubble teams or open bound. They'd be in my they'd be in my opinion, six with one game left against a, a Maricopa team that's not really in playoff contention. In my opinion, you have to be five and five to make the playoffs. Yeah. Now now granted, we're gonna see some teams that are probably four and six in there. And what was the team that one year that was three and seven that made that it? Was, was it was Desert Ridge. Yeah, uh, Desert Ridge. Coach Hathcock's yeah. Desert Ridge that um went but three wasn't and seven that, and made the playoffs. But wasn't that also the year um that it was like the super division. Wasn't that like the 2016 or was that more recent? This was, this was more recent. I think it was hmm. 2017 or 2018. Hmm. Okay. I think it was 2018. Yeah. It was 2018, the first year I covered yeah. high school football in Arizona completely okay. like the whole season. Interesting. I wonder their Same year that Hamilton missed the playoffs. Their schedule was bad. Oh, that's true. Cause Hamilton was what a two win team that year. They were two or three, something like that. Yeah. That they Desert Ridge's schedule must have been ridiculous that year. Yeah. It had to be. Um, I remember so. it was a big deal because, you know, I covered the West Valley some and uh, yeah. there was that the strength of schedule made a big difference because La Jolla was seven and three and didn't make mm. it. Oh, that's right. And then what was the year that Glendale went like nine and one and didn't make it? I or think no, they that went, was no, around then. Nine and one, but they were the 16 seed. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. They only got in because it. of the automatic bid in four. I don't, under, I don't understand it at all. No, nope, uh, no one does. <laughs> Cienega won big over Nogales, fifty-six to nothing. Ironwood Ridge twenty-four to seven over Sunnyside. Uh, one of your favorite teams, Kellis, forty-six zero over Independence. I'm and telling you, this is a team to watch out for. 
Yeah. Uh, West Point, 59 to 8 over Kofa. It wasn't 70, but Kofa still lost big. Um, Camelback, 51 14 over Maryvale. Sunny Slope, 35 21 over McClintock. And Verado continued. That was a close one against Millennium, 19 to 14. Those that teams might always have play been, each other tough. That might have been Verado's last, like, nope, just kidding. Ironwood, Sunrise Mountain, Desert Edge left on the schedule. Just kidding. That was the start of Iron of uh, Verado's gauntlet. So yeah, that that um, region, the 5A Desert West, it was like this last year. Yeah. Um, with two the two teams in the 5A championship and then Desert Edge in the open there, it is an absolute gauntlet of a region. Um, yeah, and Betty Fairfax isn't a joke. They're not the same level, but they're you know yeah. that's a that's a decent team, hundred uh, percent. And then obviously the one that everyone had their eyes on, forty eight to twenty three in favor of Saguaro. That was a close game for a while there, but the Saber catches pulled away. Uh, moving on down to the foray, this is where uh, where you come in a little bit more, Eric. Uh, we're gonna start right away. Coconino twenty eight to fourteen over Mingus Union. Tell us a little bit about that game. So we had a we had our freelancer Justin Dubail at that one. Uh, okay. Cooper French, the junior running ref from Coconino, mm. I think it was thirty eight or thirty seven carries. He set the record for most carries wow. in a game for Coconino, um, and he had over three hundred yards, a few touchdowns. He got uh, the area's first uh, Ed Doherty medallion, so nice. uh, he should he got the invite to be in attendance for that, and I think it's well deserved. Uh, Coconino yeah. beats a region rival and. Their defense looked really good. It was um, it was twenty eight seven in the fourth quarter. Mingus scored a late touchdown to make it a little bit closer, but it was never much of a contest. So that means you're going to be in attendance for Ed Doherty then. I should be, unless there's another well, game or something. Now I've got an excuse to well, come down. You have a place to stay if you want it. Yeah, um, fair enough. I mean, Chili's house, not mine. Yeah, of course. I knew that's yeah, what you meant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Just want to make sure. Um, Combs 54 to 7 over Australia Foothills. Uh one of your favorites, Gila Ridge. Unfortunately, the uh the Hawks fell to Greenway 34 to 14. That was a long trip up there to Greenway for that team. Uh Bradshaw Mountain 19 to 0 over Flagstaff. What what what's wrong with the Eagles this week? They've lost three in a row. Um yeah. and they haven't their offense has looked really, really not good in the last yeah. three games. They've scored a combined three touchdowns in three games. They got shut out, obviously, this week. Bradshaw Mountain just dominated in every aspect of the game. Uh, yeah. And I talked to, on Chili's show on Friday night about this. But let me know if you've heard this kind of thing before. Mm-hmm. So Bradshaw Mountain up 19-0, gets the ball with 10-59, essentially 11 minutes left in the game. Okay. They ran the ball over and over and over again. And kept the ball for 11 straight minutes and ran out the clock for the end of the game. Jeez. That I think that's, I mean, obviously they didn't end up with the score cause they knelt the last couple plays. Yeah. But that's about as impressive as it gets for execution and clock draining and everything to, yeah. to play, to have 11 straight minutes of holding the ball. Um, I, really, really good I execution. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Yeah. 11 and minutes. I think they were, you know, it was third down conversions, a fourth down or two conversion, and um, just third and short over and over again, milking the clock the entire time. And when they needed the plays, wow. they made them, and Flagstaff didn't. So wow. uh, Flagstaff's got a really tough region game coming up against Prescott, who's one of the top four East schools right now. Um, they're in danger of going four and four and being a really tough spot for playoffs. Um, 
There's a couple of big games coming up. So they need to perform well in that one. Absolutely. Uh, Big one for Peoria, 29-28 over Northwest Christian. Yeah, that's a big win. Post and Butte, the current, what, number one team in 4A, if you take out um, the two teams that are currently in the open division, uh, 69-0 over Tempe. Um, That's a nice win. That is a nice win. Uh, Mesquite, 37-7 over Prescott. Uh, Canaan Delore, 47-0 over Pueblo. Glendale continues to roll 48 to 8 over Shadow Mountain. Uh, Vista Grande from Casa Grande, 46 to 12 over Washington. And ALA Queen Creek, one of those open division teams, 63 to 12 over Thunderbird. Um, how about Sierra Linda, actually? Now, I don't know the full story by this, but the Bulldogs went down there without their coaching staff to Yuma, that is, and they won 23 21 over the criminals. Uh, yeah. We won't get into too much because I personally don't really know all the details, but that's bizarre. Yeah, I know that the their head coach, Gil, was suspended. And from what I've read, the reporting I've seen, he I don't think it was his decision, but the, yeah. the assistant the coaching the staff decided yeah. to to stand alongside him. And uh, got it. None of them went down. Interesting. Hmm. All right. Uh, moving on to the 3A conference, ALA Gilbert North, the game of the week. That was a one-two matchup against Valley Christian. Whew, 44 to 7. They dominated. In favor of Absolutely the dominated. Eric, is it time to just hand ALA the 3A championship trophy? They're they're really freaking good. Their um, only loss is to an open division ALA Queen Creek team. And it, that's a game they led a lot of the time. The most of the time. Yeah. Um, is it time to hand ALA the trophy? They haven't won it before, so no. Okay. But they're the odds on favorite. Yeah. They have to be. 100%. They have to be at this point. Um, Coolidge, 14-3 over ALA Ironwood. So many ALAs, man. Uh, Fountain Hills lost 24-55 to to Arizona College Prep. Myron Bluford's squad has not been as good as they were supposed to be or even thought they would be. They are still hanging on for dear life for a playoff spot. They play, I believe it's Push Ridge this week, who is like a solid playoff team at this point. If the Knights can win, they may sneak in, but their their road right now is very difficult. Um, Scottsdale Prep forty one to fourteen over Coronado, River Valley sixty three to six over Chino Valley, uh, Florence forty eight to seven over Sawarita, and Push Ridge. You love Ridge, saying that name. I do love saying that. Forty one to fourteen over Thatcher, Sabino forty nine fourteen over Safford, and Eastmark. The Firebirds about to are about to earn a playoff bid, Eric. Fifty to thirteen over Santan Foothills, and in the battle of uh, the White Mountains, really, Sholo twenty, Blue Ridge ten. That's a rivalry game up there. Yeah, Sholo um, has lost just one game this season. They lost to Round Valley. Yeah, they are going team. to Snowflake this coming week. Mm-hmm. For the three A closer in the regular season, that's going to be a huge matchup. Both that's teams a tough one. Yeah, that's a tough one before playoffs too. Yeah, absolutely. But so, you know, both teams are going to be in the playoffs regardless of how this game goes and how the seeding yep. is. So it's almost a nice little warm up. Interesting tidbit about three A too. They didn't have any bye weeks, so they literally have played ten games straight, and then yeah. they go right into playoffs, which is kind you of crazy. Eastmark, Eastmark before. They've got one yep. game left 
Um, and they go against Florence. Mm-hmm. In all likelihood, Eastmark is going to win that region um, yep. for the first time ever. With it's a Central. great job. Great job by Scooter Molan. Great job by then. Yeah. Um, they've already yep. beaten Coolidge, who's right behind them, and mm-hmm. Florence. So, you know, if Florence ends up winning that game, then, you know, there's some sort of weird tiebreaker. It'll probably come down to the rankings. But yeah. Eastmark wins that game. They're uh, far and away the best team in 3A Central and deserve that yep. playoff spot. How about this one? Snowflake 52 to 8 over Round Valley. That was Round Valley's first loss. Yeah. And it was big. It was Yeah, big. Round Valley's been really, really good this year. They're yeah. they're the only team that's beaten Sholo. Um yep. and yeah, I I assume that that game between um between those two, between Snowflake and Sholo is gonna be a really solid one. Um kind of wish I could cover it, honestly. That'd yeah, if I wanted to cover. You could. You just have to drive like three and a half hours. No thanks. Um, Yuma Catholic sixty-two to zero over Kingman. Richard Stallworth. Do we have an update on how many yards he's at for the season? A trillion. A trillion. Okay, sounds good. Um, let's quickly go over some of the two A scores before uh, Chili jumps on here. Hopefully, he saw my message. Um, Arizona Lutheran fifty-five to zero over Chandler Prep. <laughs> You're laughing because you know he very well didn't see my message. Uh, Pima forty-two over uh, four to thirteen over Bisbee. Um, Trivium Prep fifty-five zero over Catalina. Gilbert Christian fifty-four to zero over Reap Prep. Man, they shut down Matthew McClellan, which is crazy. Um, Scottsdale Christian sixty-six zero over Madison Highland. The Heat. It's a pretty cool mascot. Yeah. Uh, Parker continued to roll as a number one seed, fifty to twenty over Glendale Prep, and Santan Charter got back in the win column, forty-two to fourteen over Miami. And looking at the standings right now for that region, because obviously you get automatic bids in the two-way, Santan Charter is currently one game behind Gilbert Christian, and if I'm not mistaken, I think Gilbert Christian is going to win that region because. I think they own the head-to-head against. They do. They own the head-to-head against Santan. So yeah, uh, Santan currently number twenty-two. Carrie Taylor squad still very young. May not be in the playoffs this year. So we'll see what happens. So um, another two A region that's worth looking at. You mentioned Trivium Prep. They're just yep. four and four this year. Um, not the same dominance as they'd had a couple years ago when they were winning every single regular season game by 20 points or more. Um, But they're sitting at number 24 right now in the rankings. If it were just rankings, they wouldn't have a chance to get in. Um, That's crazy. But they've got a game against Antelope Union, um, who's also, who's two and one in the region. Trivium Prep's two and oh in the region. Trivium Prep wins, regardless of their rankings, they get a playoff spot because they will be region championships. And yeah. so I think that's a good thing. I think a region champ should be, should be rewarded. Um, you know, some people disagree, some people agree, but mm-hmm. you know, if you win your region, you beat the teams around you. Um, yeah. It should be rewarded. So uh, good for the Crimson Knights. They obviously haven't done it yet. They've got to beat Antelope Union who is six and three overall, two and one in the region. So it's no easy task, but um, Trivium Prep's got a shot. Hey, I'll give you 25 cents if you can say the name of that region. I was looking at that. Is it <laughs> Hasayimpa? I think it's actually technically Hasayimpa. They just forget. Like maybe there's no A. I don't know. Should we ask Chili? 
Should we should we see if Chili knows how to say that? Yeah. I Let's doubt do he it. would. I don't know. Did you he think? respond? What do, you, what do you think? Oh, there's to no what? way. He'll make up some way to sound cool getting out of it. <laughs> Man, you're going you you're going at our guy right now. What are you no, doing? No, I'm not. I'm absolutely we don't know how to say it. He, you are kind of going at him though. No, he'll have a cool way of not knowing how to say it. And okay, he'll sound we'll much ask him. more put together than us. We'll ask him. Guess. We'll ask him in a second. This is the last week for two A and three A football. Uh, very quickly because we're going to talk four A through six A and open division with Chili's. So mm-hmm. uh, currently in the two A, number one is Parker. Two is Arizona Lutheran, followed by Benson, Gilbert Christian, Morenci, Pima, Wilcox, Scottsdale Prep, and Camp Verde and Holbrook to round out the top ten. If we're talking on the bubble, you have number fourteen Scottsdale Christian, number fifteen Sequoia Pathway. 16 is Alchese kind of hanging on there by a thread. Veritas Prep at 17, Antelope Union at 18. Obviously, a couple teams we've already mentioned as far as region plays go. Uh, 3A, no shocker here, ALA Gilbert North. Now, what's crazy is what follows behind them. Because ALA Gilbert North is 8-1 and one right now. Snowflake, who is number 2, 8-1. and one. Valley Christian at 3, 8-1. and one. Yuma Catholics, number 4, also 8-1. and one. You kind of see the theme that we're going with here, right? Mm-hmm. River Valley, Round Valley, Sholo, all eight and one. The three A is so top heavy; it's kind of insane. Yeah, Push any Ridge, of those seven teams could beat the other on a good night. Yeah, Push Ridge is seven and two, and they're the eight seed right now. Yeah, followed by Sabino and Thatcher at number ten. We mentioned Eastmark; the Firebirds are sitting at number eleven. I think they're locked in, um, especially if they win. Obviously, they get the region win anyway automatic birth um i i I tweeted out the bubble teams for 3a which in this case would be like safford payson winslow phoenix christian arizona college prep at number 18 but obviously with the automatic bids i think some of these teams that are down here in like the the low 20s not low 20s high 20s they're going to bump out some of those teams that are on the bubble so it's kind of hard to kind of decide that Phoenix per- Christian is one you mentioned. They've already yep. won their uh, their region, the three in Metro West. So they're going to be seventeen, right? They're number seventeen, so you can automatically put them at either fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, so that bubble so. is going to be even smaller um, yep. for some of those teams. Phoenix Christian's four and zero in the region for whatever reason. Some of the other region teams haven't played that many. In second place is yeah. Borgate Catholic in that region, and they're just one and one. Um, yeah, I don't know. So probably but, COVID yeah. cancellations. Yeah, something like that. But so, regardless, Phoenix Christian is already at the top of the. They've already clinched the three A Metro West. They're, they're going to have a playoff spot. Yeah, I agree. So I mean, it, it's it'll be interesting, kind of, to see what happens exactly. Um, I don't know. It, it that whole region thing is so weird. I'm kind of glad they don't do it in five or four A through six A anymore. Um. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I, I guess they could and it wouldn't really make a difference, but you know. So there's anyway. another there's another three A game. Um speaking of playoffs, that's gonna be really mm-hmm. big. Um and it's going to be between Monument Valley and Page. Mm-hmm. Um both are four and oh in the three A North region, atop the region, and they play each other this week. Yeah. Monument Valley is nineteen and Page is twenty five. The loser of that one is not going to make the playoffs because they're no, going to be lower than that. But the winner gets to number 16. 
Probably. winner gets number 15 or 16 or something like that seed yeah. because they're the automatic winner uh, regardless crazy. of the rankings. So that's a big one there. That is crazy. All right, Eric, let's bring on the man himself. Mr. Arizona Varsity CEO Chili. Oh, look at that. Hey, we always Chili, Chili always somehow sends Eric down to the bottom. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't do that on purpose, though, I promise. Um, it's it's all right. So uh Chili, I don't blame how was, him. How hey, was Eric, he really man? does do that on oh. purpose because I know I, I've used StreamYard, so I know that you can pick where you want people to go. So it's all good all the time <laughs> on purpose. I really I'm on the show I, that's all I can ask. Oh, wait, I can move you. There we go. Multi-time award-winning Zach Elvira, covering the Cardinals, Zach Elvira, covering ASU, Zach Elvira. I'm just blessed to be in this dude's presence. 2021 league champion, Zach Elvira. I'm just happy to be here. Hey. I'm just happy to be here. Round of applause. Round of applause. Let me see if I can... There, uh, what, let me see if I can get it on the camera. There you go. First place. Hey, I dig that. I'm with it. If you're going to say it, I might as well flex it. And I, I know my man's made it when, you know, other reputable reporters are out there, you know, stealing oh, come on now. Out. You know, come I'm not going to go there. I already put the tweet out. Yeah. But yeah. Know can you, can we, let's, um, let's go away from that. All right, Chili. <laughs> you're going to get me in trouble, man. Um, <laughs> I'm staying out of this one. All right, Chili. We're going to go what over up, the 4A up. rankings really quick. So, okay. uh, obviously, if you take out the two open teams, which we'll talk about in a second, Post okay. and Butte seems like they're pretty much, eh, they could be locked in for a number one seed. The Broncos have been playing very well against some of the, I don't want to say lower teams, but teams they're supposed to beat, technically. They played really, yeah. really well, and they beat them by a lot, by a large margin. Um, then you have a Mesquite team who, we all were really wondering what was going on with them when they got blown out by Cactus. Little did we know Cactus was going to be like the all-star team of four. Yeah, they're going to do basically. that to everybody, right. So, yeah. Uh, then you have Casa Grande right behind them. What are your – what's kind of your biggest takeaway when you look at these 4A rankings, thinking about the playoffs starting in about three weeks now? Um, if if uh, Cactus and ALA – Queen Creek both make their way up. If mm-hmm. I am Casa Grande, I have a huge chip on my shoulder, undefeated, and you're going to make us the three seed and disrespect us and our whole community. I would create the biggest possible Tostitos chip and put it right here on my shoulder. And man, I would. Angel Flores is the ab is the poster boy of the four A. The the poster boy. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with that? you. And, and I can't disagree with you. And y'all gonna disrespect him? Hey, me and you watched him on full display on a Thursday night. Um, yep. Also, RJ Keaton, Cardinals player, yeah. one of the, one week like really man, good. Uh, how are you disrespecting this cactus team like this? I, I'm stunned. It, Big chip, Tostitos. So let, let me ask you this then. Should Casa Grande be in the open? Um, I don't know if they should be in I don't know if they should be in the open. And because uh, right now, I mean you see it, you see it if you're looking at the rankings. Post and Butte actually technically is number 13 in the open division. Casa Grande's not even close to being even, you know, considered 
for it. And, and there's a reason for that. There, there, there's a reason for that. Um, I think part of that reason is they haven't played. They, they really haven't played anybody. Um, I mean, okay. all, all the teams that they played are pretty much like in, in their in their bubble. Right. Okay. Um, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they haven't played those whatever. really, really high end four eighteens yet. Yeah, they're sure. Like, like Maricopa, there. I know Maricopa is a five eighteen, but they're like one of those like, un, you know, they're, they're going through some transition, and they're a lower level five eighteen. I, yeah. I just mm-hmm. Sunny Slope also is a five eighteen, but I think that they're you know kind of struggling too. So I don't, I don't know, man. I just don't think that their their strength of schedule allows them to get into that conversation. But mm-hmm. for the four A, with all that's left. They should be, they should be the top team. They should be the top team. Post and Butte got in there because they played Cactus, so they're absorbing Cactus's, yeah. you know, and Ala Queen Creek, right? And yeah, and and they took they lumps yep. in both of those games. Yeah, fifty-two to twenty-eight against Ala and fifty-four to six against Cactus. Hey, they got a lot of speed though on that Post and Butte team. Amari Gilmore, that's a good program. Uh, super talented. Uh, Riley Nolan, my guy over there. Um, yeah. I like what they got over there. Uh, my man Kate, Alyssa, Lineman, mm-hmm. like they got pieces. And Coach Thompson, you know, has has that team working. They're on by right now. Um, we should I know ALA Gilbert North. I heard that they have a they have a week off also. We should try to link them up. Hmm. Like a sounds fun to me. Like a junior like a chili mid, bowl. Mid midseason chili bowl. <laughs> yeah. We're just doing yeah. chili bowls at all times. So. <laughs> We can just call every game that you go to the Chili Bowl. Chili, are really you going to have a Chili Bowl this year? Yes, I am going to have a Chili Bowl. Uh, I talked to Mr. Hines about it, um, AIA director, right? Isn't that his title? Um, talking uh, about executive director, yep. So, um, yeah, I, I it, it is highly likely. I'm just trying to, you know, cross all the T's and dot all the I's. So, are you going to come back down if I do? Depends who's playing, but I oh, hope so. Man. You're invited. You're invited. VIP. Pass. I appreciate it. Here we it. go. You're invited. All right, Chili. You did a better job go. than Zach last time. <laughs> hey, speaking of awards, we got second place for hey, the coverage we of did. the Chili Bowl. Did we really? Hey, y'all it. Yeah, second place. Oh, wow. Hey, y'all killed yeah, it. Well, I mean, I, stories I, of the Chili Bowl. I almost made Chili cry with my story about Kai. Yeah, you. Yeah, that was a. That's yeah. why we got second place. You made the judge cry, and they wanted someone else to get it. Oh, <laughs> we would have gotten first if I didn't win an award already. They probably were like, "Wait a minute, this guy." Yeah, that's right. He so. can't win everything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. All right, five A chili. Are you at all surprised that Horizon got bumped out of the open altogether? Um, a little bit because I, I thought that you know losing. I thought that losing to an open team, um, one of the top teams, uh, would keep you in. I thought that you could afford that if you had the right resume, and I felt like they did. Um, yeah. But Coach Litton's got a great squad over there. And, you know, look, man, unfortunately the way that they lost to Saguaro, may, maybe it doesn't warrant an opportunity to stay in. Uh, I do sense that blowouts are being factored in. If yeah. that's because mm-hmm. that's kind of what's keeping I think that's kind of what's keeping Cactus so highly ranked. But I think it's only 14 points. And then the after 14 points, they don't factor it anymore. I don't know. If they're or not. I think that's what I heard. 14, Chris like, Eaton, if you're listening, let us know, please. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I like I don't, I don't care if they say that because 
I, I, be, I believe that the formula is working a little bit differently than how it's claimed yeah. to be working. The conspiracies. Dun, dun, dun. I don't even know how that thing works in, in general. Um, how do you feel, though, about a Horizon team at number one in the 5A? Can they run the table and actually win that title? With teams like Sal Point at number two, Verado, who's been playing really well at number three, uh, Sunrise Mountain at five. I mean, what, what's kind of your thoughts behind that one? Desert um, Edge, obviously, kind of lurking back there at number eight, I believe. So, I, I think I think it's kind of a down year for the five A. Um, yeah. As a whole, as a whole, I think it's kind of a down year. Um, Horizon, I think, could not walk through it, but I mean, as long as they stay healthy, I think that they, I think that they'd be the kingpin of that five A playoffs. Um, they're they got they got a ton of talent on that team. They're their yeah. defensive back uh, room is probably one of the most slept on in state with Tinsley and Jung and uh, Vandertorn and all those kids. Skylar Partridge is doing a great job at quarterback. Um, they got a D1 uh, tight end, of a, a P5 tight end, and Cloffett's scene. Um, mm. They got some dudes over there. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I, I you think know, that it's a well-deserved one seed if that's where they yes, are. Yes, 100%. 100%. There's a chance, though, I think, yeah. that if a couple teams lose in the open um, – that the formula might end up putting them in that eight spot. It just depends on. Well, I mean, you still. You know, we'll talk about we'll talk about Highland, but I mean, they drop more than I thought they would. So yeah. we'll talk about them though. Um, sticking with the five A though, South Point Catholic. We saw them come up here and get basically boat raced by Sawaro. Is that a legitimate contender at five A? Yeah, because uh, anytime that you have Trace and Borgay on your team, um, mm -hmm. you know, look, I know, I know they struggled with Saguaro, but like, you know, for for what's left in the five A, uh, having Trace and Borgay on your team, like that gives you an opportunity to win all those games. Um, even against okay. Horizon, I think they could, they could put up a fight. Uh, you know, they yeah. got Elijah rushing, Luis Cordova. They got some dogs over there. They, uh, they could yeah. be serious. They could be a problem in that five A playoff. Chili, who's your dark horse in 5A? I think for me, honestly, I think I have to say Desert Mountain. Uh, dude, I love Desert Mountain. Um, that's a great pick. Yeah. Uh, Brady, Brady McDonough is a stud. I just watched him. Dude, this Dylan Tapley mm -hmm. kid, the wide receiver, he's an absolute matchup problem for yeah. everybody. Uh, 6'3 kid can go up with anybody. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of want to take Desert Edge, man. Um, that's who I'm yeah. thinking. That was going to be my answer. Yeah. They're um, too they're an eight seed because of just the formula, but they're so much better than an eight seed. Yeah. Adrian Lara is still Adrian Lara. He's absolutely special. Brocious is a dog. Um, Andre Gibson, uh, don't kick to him. He's going to be the next most dangerous returner in the state. Um, after, after Mesa leaves and then after Cole Martin leaves, and then there's going to be, a. uh, Drake Gibson, that kid's going to be nasty. Jalen Dawson stuff. They're, they're building, they're young, but like, they're hungry. I, I think that that's a team that mm. could steal a couple games and uh, break a couple hearts on the way, and you know, change change the way the five A playoffs goes. So they're the eight seed right now. So you're basically saying they could be the Saguaro of last year. I'm sorry, Chaparral of last year. Yeah, possibly. possibly. Yes, because Chaparral was so low down, but they were better than what they actually were ranked, and yeah. we saw what happened there. Okay. Yeah, I like and, it. And don't forget, like formula last year. too. Really solid quarterback. Some yeah. young playmakers around. Great offensive what? line with Gavin Brocious up front. Culix coming back. Yeah, that team. Yeah. Demel Jenkins, they got some dudes over there. Yeah. Don't yeah. sleep. The Carter brothers kind of know what they're doing. Yeah. Oh, just a little bit. 
Don't forget and, about Gerald McIntosh, too. No, That's a kid I, we haven't mentioned on that yeah. squad. Well, he's been injured no, all season. Yeah. Yeah. So I just don't know. If he comes back, he's going to be solid. No, the Carter brothers are some of my favorite coaches. I They're just so genuinely good. They love their players. Yes. They know how to control. I mean, obviously, they know how to, they know the game. We saw what they did with South Mountain. They continued the success with Desert Edge. That's a, that's a great duo right there. And obviously, being brothers, they have that chemistry anyway. But Bad. yeah, they, they do. They're doing a great job over there. Uh, 6A. What are the chances uh, Liberty sneaks into the open division, Chile? Highly number likely. Nine right now. Highly okay. likely. I, I think what we're going to see develop over there, um, I guess we'll talk about the open in a second, but yeah, um, yeah. I think Liberty's going to sneak in. I think Liberty's going to take a spot. Okay, because right now Liberty is number one, and Brophy's number two, Chaparral is three at four and four, which is kind of crazy. And again, these are these are taking away the five open teams already that are in right now, technically. Right. Uh, Red Mountain is at number four, followed by Mountain View, and then Pinnacle, Williamsfield, O'Connor, Castillo, Centennial, Mountain Point. Um, Brophy Prep has quietly, quietly kept moving up and inching up every single week and now all of a sudden you are talking about a brophy team where if they can knock off centennial liberty and williamsfield chili do the broncos belong in the open division um if they can knock off centennial williamsfield who's the other team they play liberty centennial yeah then they belong centennial okay yeah they belong none of those games are easy no Centennial's going to be tough because Centennial's always going to be who they are. Liberty's yeah. going to be tough because, you know, Liberty's Liberty. hungry for this open opportunity. They want yeah. another chance at Chandler. They think they're they think they're think closing the gap on Chandler, and, and I get it. I get it. They've been, you know, they, they have like this two-year rivalry with them or whatever. But yeah. um, if Brophy can knock those three teams off, then they belong in. They belong. Okay. Um, I want to go down a little bit, Chili. Uh, what are your thoughts behind Mountain Point right now? Four and four. They're currently number 11 with a bye week this week, Queen Creek next week, and then the Tukey Bowl, which, by the way, very, very good chance that Mountain Point will wear maroon and Desert Vista will wear navy blue. Very okay. good chance. So they're going to wear their Actually, home unis. I tried to speak that into existence today with the team on okay. Twitter. And David Kleka, the athletic director at Mountain Point, tweeted out the same photo and basically said that it is happening. Now, granted, there still has to be permission from the AIA, I believe. Although at last I heard, David Hines was kind of behind it and said, okay, that's fine. Um, but it comes down to working with officials because technically they can throw a flag on both teams. Or no, only, uh, no, I'm sorry. Only, only, no, 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 I'm sorry. Only on Mountain Point because they're the away team. Oh, I was going to say, Point if he showed on both, it would be yeah. offsetting. They could just, yeah. it would be flags so, for eternity. They would never So stop. it would be, it would be, it would be a flag on Mountain Point initially. Then if anything else happens, Lauer would be kicked out of the game. Oh. So that's why it's a little, it's a touchy what do you mean subject. If anything else happens, um, like another like, unsportsmanlike conduct from like the sideline coaches yelling what i mean obviously it's a rivalry game so it's going to be heated yeah and um, very likely those two teams are going to be you know going for a playoff spot at that point so i mean uh but any but regardless what what's kind of your thoughts behind mountain point right now uh 
they're they're like uh dude they're like that multiple personality that you see in a movie like a person that has like you know 10 different personalities schizophrenic type you never know what you're gonna get man yeah um, are we gonna get the team that lost to perry or the team that beat brophy who we were just talking about belongs in the open yeah. um you know uh tough lot tough you know they grind out a tough win versus a corona team that was at the time riding away from being in the open last year and being undefeated and yep. you know whatever and then you know they also lose to castile i i thought this team was going to be five possibly like five and two maybe six and one going into mm-hmm. basha and they weren't at all yeah so they should I, have I, I been right i just never yeah. know what i'm gonna get um if chris arbizo is starting and fully healthy and stuff I think you're dealing with a very, very talented team that should be um, on the top half of the bracket of the 6A yeah. uh, playoffs. If uh, Chris Arvizo isn't feeling well and is playing, then I think you're dealing with a middle-of-the-pack team. And if you're if Chris Arvizo isn't playing at all, then you're dealing with a team that probably belongs on the bottom half of the bracket. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but but this should be a playoff team no matter what. Um, yeah. I like I like what Coach Lauer has done. I think he's done an yeah. amazing job. I don't think a loss to Queen Creek next week hurts them. No, no it's an open team at all. Yes. So, and we've seen before that. I mean, Mountain Point just lost to Mountain View, and they barely moved in the rankings. And they um, lost to Mountain View bad. They went down one spot. That's it. And Mountain View is not even an open team. Mount, so Queen Mountain, Creek. Mountain Point. Um, are they on by this week? Yes. Okay. They're on by this week. Yeah, they they have a week off. They need it because they lost fifty one to fourteen. They need a week off. Um, Amir Boyd, I heard, will be back. Okay, next good. Week, hey, which helps. Congratulations to him uh, getting that offer to Nevada. Yeah, huge offer for Nevada. Absolutely. Hey, yeah. this kid. Hey, as an athlete, he is the number one athlete in the state. I keep and you know. You know what's insane, Chili? We saw the game where he earned that offer, and we saw the plays where he earned that offer. It was, I think, in my opinion, it was the catch over Cole. Not not taking anything away from Cole, but I think it was the catch over Cole. And then I think it was that hit in the middle of the field. on uh, I think it was on DeRay Scott. Or that pass breakup. Or the pass breakup when he came flying across the field. Yeah, that that one too. I think those three plays earned him that offer. That kid can ball. He was phenomenal. He is so good, he's a man. Stud. I, lo- I, he's I love so watching good. him play. I love watching. And he's him so play. humble too. He's just—he's such a good kid. Honestly, he really is. Um, so Mountain Point, you think is in no matter what? Mountain Point's in the playoffs. They—they should be in the playoffs no matter yeah. what. Even if they lose to Desert right. Vista. Yeah, I mean, I think I think they, they need that win. I, I think they need that win. I think both of those teams need yeah. that win. I think that's but, a playoff yeah. eliminator. Ooh. Well, because Desert Vista has Mountain View this week, and they have Chavez next week, so theoretically, let's just say one and one, that puts them at four and five heading into the Tuki Bowl. Um, Both teams at that point might be four and five. No, I'm sorry, Mountain Point would be five. No, yeah, Mountain Point might be a four win team. At four and six, Mountain Point gets in as a 16 seed. I'm not saying go four and six, yeah. but. I think they get in as a 16 seed. They lose to Queen Creek. They, that's acceptable if Queen Creek is in the open. 
Yes. But in that situation, if they are four and six with Desert Vista at five and five, be in Desert Vista would also be in over them. Okay. Yes. They would have to be Desert Vista would be like a 14 or 15 seed, I think. Yes. Because their okay, schedule's not enough. quite as strong, I don't think. Um Dark Horse and 6A. Williamsville when they're all there and healthy. Would that really be a dark horse? Because they're probably going to end up on that top half of the bracket. Um, I mean, so was so was Desert Edge. Desert Edge was top half technically at number eight. Uh, Centennial, yeah, maybe. maybe uh, Centennial is my pick. Yeah, I, I I would look more for a Centennial. Um, maybe maybe Mountain Point. Hey, look, like I said, yeah. if you get that Chris Arvizo team that beat Brophy, that that Amir Boyd. Uh, Shoot, all those kids over there, Terry on Rogue is hot. They need one kid, they need one other kid in that receiver room to to get hot during their playoff run. Jordan Huff. Maybe. Jordan Huff has a potential too. Yeah. Maybe. Um, how, really quick before we move on to the open division, why isn't Red Mountain even in consideration for the open at seven and one? Because there's their strength, their strength and schedule, schedule just is, isn't is terrible. I just um, wanted you guys to say it. I knew what it was, and, but the Red Mountain, honestly, by, they punish themselves by continuously losing to Liberty. This has been the third so straight the, season that they've lost to Liberty. The the problem with Red Mountain, for those that are listening and don't really know, is their region. Their region does not help them out at all. The only problem is they are never going to get away from the rest of the Mesa schools because they all want to play against each other. The district I mean, wants Mountain them to stay is together. also in East Mesa, and they got away from the Mesa schools. Uh, did they really? I mean, I. They still had to play a lot of those schools. Yeah, they, they play still played them all. Them, but their region is now Mountain Point, Desert Vista, Basha, and Chavez. But they still play Westwood yeah. and Skyline. Well, and yeah, they Mesa. played a bunch of the Mesa teams. I agree. That's why like, that's why Mountain View is not in the open right now, or not in consideration either, because what Mountain are they, one loss team? beats Queen Creek should be in the open. They play Queen Creek this week. No, Red that's Mountain. That's a one-loss team, right? That's what I mean. Red Mountain. Uh, Red Mountain. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, and, and Red Mountain, yeah. if, if Red Mountain beats Queen Creek, they will for sure take Queen Creek's uh, spot in that conversation, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. So, so all right, still with that being said, in. with that being said, open division rankings, and we'll talk about this in a second. Number one, Chandler, you can't take away the Wolves when they are literally the Kings for the last, what, five years? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number two is Basha. That was a shock to a lot of people, including most of the Hamilton players. Number three is Hamilton. Number four is Cactus. Five is Queen Creek after losing to Chandler. Six is ALA Queen Creek. Seven is Saguaro despite beating ALA Queen Creek. And eight is Highland, who dropped from number six after losing to Basha. So Basha jumps up three spots. Highland drops down two after losing to the Bears. That was weird to me. I didn't expect Highland to drop that much. Um, I didn't either, but, um, clear, clearly, and this is what scares me. Um, I've been saying, I've been saying for a while now that, um, at seven and three Highland should have the opportunity to jump back in the open, even though that goes completely against what I said last year, just for the record mm-hmm. last year. I don't know if you remember, but I was of the mind. I don't want to see Highland in the open. Cause I don't want to see them lose to teams that I've already seen them lose to. I want something different. Um, 
I've kind of I've kind of uh, grown in my thinking, uh, listening to a lot of different arguments of what's really best. And I do think that, you know, giving Highland the opportunity to get back in there and compete with those teams is the best idea. Um, yeah. You know, I think, you know, Saguaro, I think the reason that they're still under ALA Queen Creek is because Saguaro's just finding their way in the open this week. Like, mm-hmm. that's why. They're, ju- they're just jumping okay. in now and – they're going to occupy the seventh seed, and uh, ALA is going to be sixth until next week. If both teams win, I do think they're going to flip flop positions. Because Saguaro plays a tougher opponent, I'm guessing. I think Saguaro so. Plays, yeah. Yeah. Plays a tougher schedule. So. Okay. You know. Um, so, you mentioned the the Basha Hamilton thing at two and three, and Basha, I think, got up there. The, the difference in the rating is literally less than 0.1 of a rating point. It's 25.08 to 24.99 is Hamilton. I think it's yeah. – Bash has played one more game. They're 8-0 instead of 7-0. Bash actually has a bye week in the last week of the regular season, which I think is kind of yeah. interesting and cool for them. You two know, weeks bye off. right before playoffs. I don't know, um, man. Two I weeks don't know off. if I like that. I don't know if I like that. Zach, you were there at the at the Highland game, yeah. and I was asking those kids like how they felt about um, having back to back weeks off. And I know they look. I love those kids. They said all the right things, but I, I don't know, man. I think two weeks off before the. I, I don't want that. That is tough. One week well, off. Yes, I even, two weeks off is too much. And I even said this to Mike Gross in the post game show. Which, how is Basha going to treat those two weeks off? Is it going to be a okay for one straight week? Let's just go to work and you know work our asses off, or is it going to be oh well, we can just you know we have two weeks, we can just relax? What which one is it going to be? I think with Coach McDonald, if it's if it's one or if it's one or the other, then they're going to be not in a good position when it comes to the uh the first week of the playoffs. Look, man, I look. The they, they've really only seen like two tough teams on their schedule, right? Brophy and yeah, and uh Highland. Highland and those two teams were spread out by almost like five weeks. It, it it would be tough to convince me that two weeks off going into the open is a good idea because preparation and all that, like you can't convince me that it, this is gonna be good for any team yeah. that plays a schedule like that. No. Like for Highland, if you told me Highland had two weeks off. After going against Basha, Hamilton, and Chandler, I would look at it differently. I would say, like, oh, you need that one week to fully recover, and then that next week you start getting back to regular practice or whatever, however you win it. Yeah. The point I'm making, though, is that that's the reason that Basha went to two and Hamilton went to three. It's one extra game, Mm -hmm. and it's still just barely above them. And I I I thought the same thing, but apparently it's not that. Because someone, I, I said that exact same thing on Twitter, and someone actually uh, took a screenshot or something from the AIA like rankings rules or whatever, and it literally said that the amount of games does not matter. Hmm. So I don't know. Do we believe I, I was, everything I was, the AIA rules say? No, mm. but you know, <laughs> I don't believe anything whatever. that anybody really says anymore. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> I trust All right, Chili. All right, Chili, to wrap this up. What are your eight open teams? And actually, no, I'm going to ask you one more question first. Is Cactus at the four seed capable of making it to the semifinals at that point? Because they avoid 
the Chandler, the Basha, and the Hamiltons? Maybe they'll play ALA Queen Creek in the 4-5. Oh, um, that would be fantastic, actually. That would, that would be great. Then you could actually get a 4A championship, like, in the exactly. Open, which would be kind of cool. Yep. Um, yeah. Look, I don't – I've kind of tried to break this down um, a certain way with Cactus. Uh, if you take the top 40 teams in the 5A, 6A, and the Open teams – so do you are you following me? That's 16, 16, yep. and 8. Um, yep. Cactus is – Starting defense out of that entire 40-team group would probably be somewhere right around seven or eight, maybe nine. Okay. You could probably argue six. Um, Top ten. But Right. Their offense, though, I think would probably be, unfortunately, somewhere in the low 20s, mid-20s. Um, it'd be okay. tough. It'd be tough. That's not where it gets bad. That's not where it even gets dicey. Where it gets dicey is when you start taking their twos and you start comparing their yeah. twos to Chandler's twos and Hamilton's twos. And like that's where it becomes that's where it's a bigger drop. And then you start seeing cactus in the 30s for their for their backups. And that's not their fault. That's where the that's where the um that's where the separation starts coming from 4A to 5A and then 6A. So I, yeah. I think that that's you know, that's where they mm. really start losing games. Like I think for about a quarter. I think for about a quarter, they're going to hang with somebody. Eight minutes, 12 minutes, they're going to hang with somebody. Um, but, you know, to be fair, I also thought that about Desert Edge last year. And, you know, that hmm. the score got out of hand. I thought that about Corona Del Sol. But, yeah. you know, going up against these teams for the first time, dude, it's, it's an eye-opener. And they hit different. They're so much faster. Like, yeah. the speed is entirely different. So, I yeah. mean, it becomes a wake-up call. It's how quickly can this team wake up? All right, Chili. Who are your eight open teams that you want to see when the regular season concludes in two weeks? Um, weeks. <clears throat> no order. It's got to be Chandler, Basha, Hamilton. Um, yep. I want to see Cactus, uh, Saguaro. Um, Chandler, Basha, Hamilton, Cactus, Saguaro. Um Highland and um, Queen Creek. Shoot, I would say I would say Queen Creek, Liberty, Brophy, like teams like that. So right you now. don't want ALA. So you don't want ALA Queen Creek in there at all. Um, not right now. Not right now. I've seen ALA, ALA Queen, Queen Creek. Creek doesn't want to be in there. I mean, yeah. I, I think I think some of the quotes that have been going out there have been a little, um, have been a little misconstrued and uh, not fully and accurately quoted um fair enough so let me ask you this though because ala queen creek plays seaton catholic which will be a win and then ben franklin which will be a win at nine and one when they've been in the open this entire time how do you take them out i i don't know man i, I look I, i've seen this team i've seen this team play and i think uh dude they were look they were down 21 to nothing against ala gilbert north in five yeah. minutes. Um, if ALA Gilbert North did that to them, then there's no reason for me to think that an open team couldn't do that to them. Yeah, what's Chandler going to do to them? Like, like, look, I, I know they played tough with Saguaro. I know they played tough with Saguaro, and I commend them for that. Uh, that was a, I saw the film of that game. That They they played great. They did their That's thing. also Saguaro before the transfers. Yeah, 
That's the world. But Saguaro's without. But the Saguaro, Saguaro's without two of the main transfers that they got with knee injuries. Yeah, but that Saguaro team still belongs in the open. Oh, 100 percent. I agree. Yeah, that's, that's still an open, open team. team. Um, yeah. I, I, I just look I, complete football teams. I just think that some of these other teams are a little bit better than ALA, uh, Queen Creek, mm-hmm. and and I've seen them. I've seen them. So, you know, I, I like them a lot. Yeah. Do you I think just, if I, ALA Gilbert North could do that to them? What would Highland and Gage Daly and some of those guys do? Right. Like, look, I, I went I went to the Cactus Desert Edge game, and uh, Desert Edge didn't do that to Cactus. Like, you know, like nobody's done that to Cactus. So, no. I mean, if you own if you own your conference, if you own your conference the way that um, Cactus has, dude, you you deserve you deserve it is a reward. And people got to stop looking at the open like a punishment, like a like a 40 point, like getting served 40 points in the open is, is some sort of punishment. Like because it's not being able to say that you're one of the top eight teams in the state is a reward. That's the reward. Yeah, I believe that. I guess we won't go into that. I feel you. Um, <laughs> We've had this debate before. Uh, I'm kind of in have the middle. Chili. Chili, I appreciate you for uh, for coming on with us. Thank you very much. Um, hey. You and I will be. Go ahead, say. Is that what you're tomorrow. about to say? Is that what you're about to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let everybody okay, know. You, you and I will be checking out what Chili has dubbed basically the Super Bowl for freshmen, and that is going to be Chandler and Castile. Is that one at Castile or at Chandler? At Chandler, it's going to be lit at, at Chandler. Austin. It's gonna be crazy. don't expect don't expect any videos from me because I get no service at Chandler. So, um, <laughs> yeah, terrible. The service um, so there yeah, is that, not good. No, I don't understand why either. I wish they would just put like a fat tower just right there. Um, anyway, um, with the amount of media that show up there, you would think that it would happen. Or like, just give, give me a give me the Wi-Fi password. I don't know. Oh, that, that would too. be the that would be the yeah. move. Hey, Unless I'm so it doesn't work. This game, though. I'm so yeah, excited. I know. I know you are. You convinced me to go out to a freshman game. I usually don't go out to anything other than varsity, but um, I'll make an exception this time. Although I can't go see Leia now, which kind of sucks. But um, she'll be sad. She'll yeah, be sad. she will be. Uh, and then Thursday, are you even doing a game Thursday? I'm thinking about it. I'm not sure. I'm hearing that okay. there's a game that might get put on the docket that I would be highly interested in going to. They're going to move a game? No, they're going to create a game. Just Chili Promotions is back at it, so um, we're working. Is it the on it. is it the Post and Butte LA Queen Creek? Yeah, game? I'm trying to work on this. So, we'll oh see. man, you we'll can't see. do that because I have to. I'm going to the Cardinals. I won't be able to go watch it. Oh dang, dang. Yeah. Well, I mean, you'll get to see Aaron Rodgers and Kyler. That's true. So anyway, That'll and then good. Friday, you and I will be at Red Mountain Queen Creek. I am so excited. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a good one. I haven't yeah, seen either team this year. So it's gonna be good. Hey, and then Saturday, and then Saturday. Saturday, where are we? Chili, ASU. Woo! Hopefully a- they don't lose. S. That's some objective journalism right there from you, Zach. <laughs> hey, y'all know what the do, deal. What do, you, what do you mean? Hopefully they don't lose. That's well, some objective I mean, journalism from. Am me. I wrong? Hey, he graduated from ASU. And I and I. I'm covering it for Sports 360 AZ. I'm not covering it for Sports 360 WA. Wow. I guess. Yeah. Come on. I wonder if we'll see Adrian there. 
Maybe. I don't know. They don't really they don't really let us talk to the recruits. So okay. you do it anyway. You do it anyway though. So. Wow. Not on record. What a, what a yeah, not on record. <laughs> All right, Chili. Appreciate you, man. This I, I know I said this last time you were with us, but it feels so good to be able to remove you this time. Later, Chili. <laughs> I, I pulled I pulled the trigger there a little bit too early. Um <laughs> Chili, thanks again. Uh make sure to give him a follow at just chili on let's see if I can get this right. Twitter, Instagram, chat, Snapchat, you know what it is. No, didn't get it right, Chili. I can still see him. You guys can't see him though. Hang on one minute. Did I get it right or no? Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. You're on Twitter more though. Why don't you put that one first? I don't know. I tried to get my Instagram uh, followers up, and so it always went first because Instagram was bringing in more money. I need that bread. Oh yeah, you're gonna buy me a car soon. No, you're gonna buy me a Tesla. I don't have an Instagram or a Snapchat, so you can follow me on what you're currently following me on. Hey, all right, fellas. (laughs) All right, Chili. I know what it is. All right. Speaking of the Cardinals, Eric, seven and zero. Seven and zero. They are. And they're real. They're really good. I. I saw them play the Texans, who obviously aren't very good. Um, shout out to Roy Lopez, though. Uh, Mesquite alum, uh, Roy Lopez Sr. is the head coach at Desert Ridge. Great guy. Um, Roy Lopez starting defensive tackle for the Texans right now in his rookie year. So good for him. Um, the Cardinals had 13 yards of offense in the first quarter, and they finished with, I think, almost three. So they did very well in the second half. Well, second quarter and second half. Um the Packers come to town, not the Packers team we were expecting because Devontae Adams is out with COVID now, I believe. Um, and I want to say one of their receivers, I think Adam, is it Adam Lazard? Is that, how, is that it? Lazard? Something like that. Mm-hmm. I think I think he's out too. Um, but regardless, Eric, is this Cardinals team a legitimate Super Bowl contender? They have to be. They're still the only undefeated team. And it's yep. not as if they played only scrubs. Like they've beaten good teams and they've beaten them and they've by decisive margins. Very well. Yes. Yeah. 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 They and they have players at every every position yep. on the field. They've got guys up front. They've got on offense and defense, they've got guys up front. They've got a great quarterback. They've got great receivers. You know, their their mm-hmm. running back does a good job. Every level of the defense has playmakers. Um, yeah. And Matt Prater is a great kicker. Like, there's not a single weakness on this team that's like overwhelming. Not at all. Um, and there's just some great players that can make up for anything they do have. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm excited to see that game. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, yeah. Make sure to look Aaron Rodgers is a super fun guy to watch in person. Yeah. I watched him against the Vikings once or twice, and uh, yeah. you know you root against him as the Vikings. G- at the Viking stadium, but he's just the way he yeah. moves around in the pocket and the precision of those passes. It's going to be a real test for them. Um, yeah. Yes, this is Devontae my first Adams time seeing him. Yeah. yeah. Devonte Adams is out, which makes a big difference, but that offense still can hum when Aaron Rodgers is doing his thing. Yeah. This will be my first time seeing him actually in person. I'm very excited for it. Um, you'll, you'll see some so, incredible yeah. passes where you're like, how did that get there? Like, how did yeah. he put the ball? Well, I saw that with Kyler. I saw that with Kyler Murray though last yeah. week. Yeah, Kyler he Murray. Had that one that's ball where the he, biggest thing is he's increased his yeah. pass accuracy a lot. 
and that's been a huge thing this season is, you know, you're going to get those scramble plays and you're going to get the magic that he's able to do. But, Mm -hmm. you know, just even when he's in the pocket now, his passing accuracy has just gotten incredible. Yeah, it's insane. So anyway, I'm excited for that. Uh, I know you're probably going to be watching on TV unless you got volleyball or something. Something to do. I don't know. You're, you're always working. Red zone. You've got something it'll be on. part of my red zone red activities zone. on Sunday. It's on, or on, it's Thursday. on Thursday. That's right. Yeah. Um, so. I might have some work stuff for the Daily Sun, but I'll be yeah. I'll be sure to keep up with it. Right on. Perfect. Uh, Eric, the, la- the, the best thing that I ate in the last week was probably a uh, chicken fajita burrito bowl. From uh, where? Meal prep. Meal prep. Put on my chef hat. Do you own a chef hat? No. I wish you I did. No. Would you? One of these if days, I bought you a chef hat, would you wear it? No. One of these days, I'll put on that, though. Yeah, you put that down. on in real life. I know, but what, what, how, what would it be if I just... Tell you what, next episode, I'm just gonna sit here like this and just you guys are gonna come on the show and I'm just gonna be like this, just sitting with my okay. helmet on. I'll if you do that, I'll surprise you with what I put on my head. Oh, I'm a little scared now. It's not bad. I don't Should even I be have anything in mind. I just figured I'd find something. I know I said, you know, the the you know, the bad word for butt earlier, but this is still a family show, Eric. Of course it is. You know what I also realized when we were talking about the Cardinals for a second there? What? Um, I am over your head and you're over my head in the, in the photo, the background photo. Oh, that's true. For those yeah, of you, right. for those of you listening to like the podcast form of this, obviously you have no idea what we're talking about, but on the live version, we have like our like logo banner behind us. And, uh, yeah, we, uh, we switched it. So like, I guess I could always just, well, it also like there we go in the same capacity. Yeah. So now we're sort of more, even. now we're right. Yeah, but also yeah. if you look at where it says the take it easy show, it also currently because of our pictures says the take it F seven. <laughs> so there's You're that. So annoying. You're so annoying. <laughs> You're the one who mentioned our, our spaces in the zoom or whatever. You didn't have to say the F's anyway. All right. Um, <laughs> Tell me you don't see that now, though. No, I do. Now I can't look away. Uh, <laughs> quick quick shout out to our sponsor, all.net, Papa Hinojosa, uh, A-A-L-L.net. Make sure you uh, visit their website for all of your insurance needs. Over 20 different carriers, Arizona-based. And, I mean, really just they've, they've really worked well for Arizonans here for a while there. Um, Eric, that is it for us. We're going to wrap things up here. Um, Make sure to give us all a follow on Twitter. I almost forgot that. I have the banner right there. Uh, at Zach Elvira, at Human Rights, at AZHSFBN, at Arizona Varsity, which is what you're likely watching us on right now if you're watching the live version of this. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us for about an hour and 15, 16 minutes or so. And, um, yeah, we've got an exciting uh, exciting week of high school football coming up. Cardinals, ASU's plan. It is the final week of the regular season for 2A and 3. It's going to be exciting. The playoff rankings will be released on Saturday. Eric and I, I'm sure, will probably cover a little bit of that, at least next week on the show. Uh, but, yeah, with that being said, again, follow us all on Twitter, and we will talk to you all next week. Yo, I'm cold in Flagstaff. Why did I move here? <laughs> you just got to think about it. It's all me, man. It's all me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah.